Welcome to This COVID Life with Rabbi Dr. Levi Cooper, a special podcast series from the Pardes Institute of Jewish Studies. For every season there is a source. Join Levi, the Magid of Melbourne, as he explores these sources and new frontiers of Jewish law, practice, and tradition in light of the coronavirus. And now, Rabbi Dr. Levi Cooper. This is Levi Cooper coming to you from Tzur Hadassah. In the previous installment, we discussed the possibility of reciting a blessing when receiving the vaccination against COVID-19. And someone here in Tzur Hadassah approached me and asked, well, Rabbi, if you think that we should recite a blessing, a bracha, when receiving the corona vaccine, why don't we recite a blessing when we receive other vaccinations? And my answer to that question is, first of all, maybe we should. In fact, Jewish tradition teaches us that even for things that seem to be run-of-the-mill, seem to be everyday occurrences, should still be recognized as God's hand. For example, when we wake up in the morning and we open our eyes, there's a blessing for that. Baruch atah Hashem, Elokeinu melech haolam, pokeach ivrim. We bless God for opening the eyes of the blind. Originally, that blessing was said when a person actually opened his or her eyes in the morning. Nowadays, we wait until after we've gone to the bathroom and washed our hands and face before we recite those blessings. But there are, as we can see, blessings in Jewish tradition for what seems to be everyday occurrences. So, my first answer to the question, why don't we make a blessing on every vaccine, is that, yeah, go ahead, maybe we really should. The fact is, my friends, that we don't. And nowadays, we receive vaccinations for all manner of illnesses, and no one spared a thought or hesitated and suggested, wait, before you receive that injection, you should recite a blessing. And why is that? Rabbi Masud Chai Raka, in his work, which is a commentary on the Rambam, on Maimonides, I think he may offer us a direction or a possible way of understanding why we don't say blessings over other vaccines. Rabbi Masud Chai Raka, was born in Izmir in the year 1690. But he served as a rabbi in Tripoli, in Libya, until he passed away in 1768. And he wonders, why is it that nowadays we don't declare fasts over plagues? That's a good question that I'd be happy to deal with at another opportunity. But for now, let's just focus on his response. Rabbi Masud Chai Raka says, 
perhaps the rule of reciting of fasting when there's a plague, that rule is relevant when plagues are rare occurrences. But nowadays, says Rabbi Masud Chai Raka, living in the 18th century, nowadays, when at least when every year there seems to be a plague, those places where there are plagues would need to be fasting constantly. If I translate Rabbi Masud Chai Raka's explanation, I think what he's saying is that it's impossible to retain a high religious tension over time. You can't, it's difficult to constantly be aware when things become what Max Weber would have called routinized. And therefore, and therefore, my friends, other vaccinations that have become part of our routine life, there aren't calls to recite blessings over such, vac- such protection. But that doesn't mean that we shouldn't recite a blessing when we receive the corona vaccination. The corona vaccination is certainly hasn't been routinized. It certainly hasn't become part of our life. And it's a big event. And therefore, it would seem to me, even if we don't recite blessings over every single vaccine, the corona vaccine does justify a blessing. Now, the corona vaccination is given in two doses, at least the ones that are here in Israel. And someone here in Suradasa asked me, well, you've discussed which blessing should be recited, but should that blessing be recited after the first dose or perhaps after the second dose? Now, I think that's a good question. I discussed with one of the doctors in my community here what exactly is the difference between the first dose and the second dose. And he explained to me that in clinical trials, the first dose gave 63% of people enough antibodies to fight the virus. Whereas after the second dose, that percentage rose significantly to the 90s, 90%, over 90% of people have enough antibodies to fight the virus. So we must assume, the doctor explained to me, that after the first dose, we are not really protected. Should we therefore recite the blessing over the first dose or over the second dose? Well, according to that, salvation from the virus only comes after the second dose. And someone who receives the first dose of the vaccination can still be struck down by the virus. And indeed, we've heard had cases here in Israel of people who have received the first dose of the vaccine and afterwards have caught COVID-19. So according to that, We should only recite the blessing after the second dose. Indeed, there there is a 
possible source for that line of thinking. The sages teach us, Ein ha-mitzvah nikret ela al shem gomra. A mitzvah is credited, is to the person who completes the mitzvah. And the sages learn this out from the story of Joseph's bones. Joseph's bones were taken, the Apostle says, the verse says that they were taken up to the land of Israel by the Jewish people, by the children of Israel. And the sages ask, what do you mean? Wasn't it Moses who got the bones of Joseph? Wasn't it Moses in the par- in Parshat Vayechi who raised Joseph's bones and then began taking them to the land of Israel? And the sages explain, yes, Moses began the mitzvah, but it was the children of Israel who actually brought Joseph's bones into the land and buried them in Shechem. And therefore they are credited because they completed the mitzvah and not Moses. According to this, my friends, it would make sense to recite the blessing when receiving the second dose of the vaccine. However, there's a way to consider that maybe we should actually recite the blessing over the first dose. Why do I say that? Because there is a rule, there's a law, that following a drought, when there begins to be rain, we recite a blessing for that rain, even though not enough rain has fallen yet. Just the beginning of salvation justifies us thanking God for the rain. And according to that line, we should recite the blessing on the first dose. So what should we do, my friends? Well, that brings me back to the suggestion of reciting a prayer when receiving the first dose, the prayer originally used for blood letters. When a person received, went in to have his blood drawn, he would recite, Yiratzon milfanecha Hashem elokai, may it be your will, God, that this procedure should be for the purposes of health. And you, the Almighty, shall heal me. For you are a faithful doctor. And your healing is true. And that my friends, is my suggestion for the first dose. A prayer that as we receive the first dose, it should be divinely inspired and it should be for the purposes of health. And then after receiving the second dose, just like the person 
who went in to have his blood drawn, just like that person, when he would stand up after the bloodletting procedure, he would say, Baruch Ata Hashem Elokeinu Melech HaOlam, Rofe Chinam. He would bless God. And that, my friends, is my suggestion. A prayer for the first dose and a blessing after receiving the second dose. That's all for now. Until the next time, to the Meet Midrash! Thank you again for downloading this podcast, a production of the Pardes Institute of Jewish Studies. If you liked what you just heard, please give us a five-star review wherever you download your podcasts. To get more Torah from Rabbi Cooper, subscribe to his podcast, A Shot of Torah, on Spotify or by visiting elmod.pardes.org. Thanks for listening and stay healthy and safe.